0: I'm Cape. And I'm Drew. We're just two former student athletes who understand the game. Not just on the court, but in life. At the end of the day, we just want to help. Today's athletes and former just trying to find their way. It's
1: bigger than sports. This, this is the Cape, Cape and Drew podcast, the real the TikTok. What's up, everybody? I'm Cape. I'm Drew. Today, episode 22, School of Hard Knocks. So. You know, basically the 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 whole premise of this show is you know, everything with you know college basketball, you went NBA, you got preseason with college basketball, you got midnight madness. And so we kind of wanted to touch on like, you know, when we were in that situation as far as what it meant to us, uh, also what preseason is, what like a training camp is, but just the whole vibe in general as far as that whole, you know, that midnight madness. And I know for me you know, growing up, especially in this state, North Carolina, like Midnight Madness was like a bucket list of something that you wanted to like be a part of and even, even more ideal, like if you were like a participant in it, like as far as like if you was at Carolina or Duke or NC State and you was in Midnight Madness, like you were, you like, that's like ideal. <laughs> so I know I always wanted to like go see one, I never did, but that was just like, yo, that was like a Mecca to me, the Mecca of college basketball. <laughs>
0: Uh, same thing, man. I remember we was kind of laughing the other day how we're not in touch with it anymore. Like we don't even know what's going on because life is going on. But I remember growing up, same as you, Carolina, Duke, uh, seeing them specifically. And I did go to two because my cousins played. So I went to Duke's and I remember when Ricky Price was a freshman and he had like 30 something as a freshman. And then, um, I remember going when, uh, but Carolina had Joe Forte and Joe Forte had like 40, but it was like all of the stuff that night, the whole entertainment side of it, the whole dunk contest, three point contest, the smokes, the bells, the whistles, people cheering your name. Uh, it, It was like one of them things where you like wanted to, you wanted to be a part of it.
1: You know, the funny thing is, so you see all that going on, right? And then once you become a part of it, what in your own dynamic, as far as whatever division you are, you realize how much the coaches actually hate that shit. They actually hate it. They like, they just be like, Oh gosh. Like like they're like throwing stuff together. All right, guys, we're going to do, we're going to do this, you know, light contact, you know, um, guys, you know, you know, I want you to go hard, but remember, (laughs) like, and you're thinking in that moment, you're like, yo, I know there's little kids out here that was like idolizing this. And to hear, you know, saying your coaches, they're like mad that they have to actually be a part of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they don't want to dance. They don't want to do show on pony stuff. I remember being at uh, Federal State, and I remember the first couple of years I was there, it was like pulling teeth, trying to get the coaches to be a part of. The Midnight Madness. They didn't want the. They didn't want the guys to have the dunk contest. They were talking about they were gonna get hurt. I was like, I'm at the table like, oh, if they get hurt in the dunk contest. Maybe they shouldn't be out here playing at all. <laughs> uh, then they didn't want them to scrimmage. They didn't want the guys to scrimmage. Uh, which is another crazy part,
1: man. So you think about it too, man. because I, I remember going through that same thing. Like we didn't. Uh, so at VCU, we did a three point contest, a dunk contest, introduced us and whatnot. And then at Central, similar. And we did like a, a, a mock, like three on two, two on one. But it was like, yo, don't, I don't know about nobody. If they got a layup, just let them have it. <laughs> but you think, man, I guess you're just being over cautious as far as like, yo, if I, because at practice, it's nothing like that. <laughs> it's like, Everybody's laughing, everybody's smiling, everybody's having a good time. Yo, it was like a day before I was trying to knock your head off, <laughs> coming through the land on a pick. <laughs> like, so I was thinking like, as a player, you'd be like, yo, this is, this is nothing like the reality of what be going on.
0: No, but how, how sweet did you feel though? When they called your name out, you went out, you know, we all had our own song and the Nightmares had our own song. You go out, do your little thing. Got your fresh jersey on, you know what I'm saying? You go out there, and it's all love, and you're feeling sweet,
1: feeling. That was, man, that was one of the the best feelings. Like, and the and the crazy thing was, man, none of that stuff is like on a whim, right? As far as like, yo. Whatever you song you want, I need that five days in advance. I need the clean version. I need what exactly cut, how you want it. And so it's just everything is such a, a routine. It almost takes the authenticity out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the fans, they don't know that. They just think, like, oh, that's just his just, it's just famous song. Nah, yo, I had to get the clean version. This was back when we didn't just have, you couldn't just go the Apple Music and get the clean version. Like You had to download it. And then I gotta download the clean version. And then I gotta cut it, <laughs> like put it on a CD. Yeah. So it, it was a lot of effort, man. But that was definitely uh being on that that first time you being on the other side of something, to where it's like, yo, dang, this is not kind of what I thought it was. <laughs> right. They and. It's a you know, gimmick.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was a gimmick, and I I do remember scrimmaging. And I was thinking to myself, like, I'm about to try to get off though a little bit, like let people know I can hoop, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially because I was thinking like this might be the only night I might play bass 10, 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. Man, <laughs> let me get, let me I remember coming. those stuff. and and those scrimmages, like they they were scrimmages, but they did not they were not like the scrimmages we were used to. Like it just seemed totally different, man. I'm, so what I'm thinking like for our scrimmages, I'm thinking like, yo, you done did an hour and a half of just defensive breakdown. You done did all these, these other little drills. And now you gotta run these five plays. And I, w- I want you to run this play this time. I want you to run this play the second time. And on the third time, you're gonna run this play. And then we're going down the back. <laughs> so it was just like, and then you're stopping, like, no, 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 no. You gotta set the screen. Like I like. So it just seemed like such a, uh, I guess, like a show, but it wasn't really what was going on.
0: <laughs> no, and I, I think too, man, even when we watched like Carolinas back in the day as kids, we were like, oh, man, I wanna, I wanna do that. And you get into it, you're like, oh my God. Like, people don't understand. Sometimes the players don't wanna do Midnight Madness because you, you're sore.
1: Man. Man, you think about this, man, how much, when you, okay, you're watching Carolina's Midnight Madness, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, all we were looking at is Vince, right? Vince Carter, Jerry Stackhouse, that's all we're looking at. But now you think about like, yo, how much thinking were we doing going back to where we had stuff going on as far as, okay, cool. Uh, what's fast break now? Fast break drill? Okay, cool. What's our da-da-da-da? What's our first play out there? If we don't have anything, what we got to go into? <laughs> like, man, and we weren't thinking nothing about, like, shoot, I'm about to catch this windmill real quick. <laughs> nothing
0: nothing like that. No, I was – it's funny you talk about the drills. Remember secondary break? Exactly. And you didn't have nothing out of that. You went right into, like, Boston or New York or – uh screen and roll, whatever the case may be, with a live play. I remember 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 we had the drill with a point guard, we get the lob. And mm-hmm. I remember I remember sometimes we would be in Midnight Man is going through the drills. And the dude, whoever I threw it on the wing, I'm going off the off the pick and he wouldn't throw it. I'd be looking at him like, yo, come yeah. On, oh.
1: <laughs> you, you know this is my time, right? You know this. Come on, man. I'm just yeah, I I The crazy thing is, when I was at uh, VCU doing those type of things, I felt like a robot. But then when I was at Central, they felt like second nature, like, yo, I'm going to try this little thing right here. I'm going to try this little (laughs) razzle-dazzle, just like, because I knew I had the flexibility to where it's like, I can get away with this. Yeah, Imagine as a VCU trying something that wasn't designed, it was like, yeah, we're just going to wing it. (laughs) No way, no how. No, I saw that now when I see it now, I'm just like, dang, man, like this looks nothing like I feel like I know what's going on in practice. Like, this borderline fights. It's like it, hate everybody 30 little cheap shots. <laughs> yes, man, because
0: you're frustrated because you're doing two days, man. You remember that? Like you waking up early. Your first practice is what? Eight o'clock, nine o'clock because um, here's the thing fall break is coming up on college campuses and you remember when there were no classes that's when you really got it in and you know them tour days eight nine o'clock then after that you you shower you go back to uh, treatment go back to your room and whatnot and then you write back at it at twelve thirty two something like that
1: man those two days <laughs> Oof. Like, I just, uh, I remember in high school, I had a few 2 days right? And. In high were, school? In high school. Never. But it was nothing like college 2 days as far as that intensity, because this is why I really respect, like, pros and, like, top-level college players, because every time they step on a court, it's almost like they're facing, like, a JV player. Mm. So I know I'm better than you, <laughs> so I can I can I'm quicker to use this spot. I'm gonna get this shot off, no matter what. I got the confidence to where if I miss a couple, I know I'm gonna get it back, get it right back. I just remember being at the the highest level I played at, just coming off something, just wishing, hoping, 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 hoping. Ah, please go away, please go ahead. And there's guys that just know it's going in. <laughs> like remember,
0: remember the Wizards training camp at BCU. Mm. And we used to watch them joints and you're with arenas. Antoine Jamison, what's my man's name, um, played with the Sixers. But then he went to the Wizards. Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes. Remember, Man. remember Deshaun Stevenson? You remember they had a squad. And they used Man. to be in bases. To, to your point, they used to be in, in the drills. Didn't miss a shot, yo.
1: Didn't miss a shot. And we would just be sitting, like, watching them, like, in awe. In awe. And- I'm gonna tell you, it sounds really simple, but it's like when you think about it, you're like, dang. I remember my cousin, he coaches in college. He was like, man, pros don't miss. And <laughs> you just be like, okay. <laughs> but when you're watching, you'd be like, yo, they really, like, when it's time to make it, they don't miss. So you remember stuff like we might have a profession six drill, right? So we do stuff, and we might screw it up, miss something. But, like, pros do that every drill, and it's like they just do it. It's just yeah. – it's, it's almost unexplainable how good they
0: really are. I know. And for those that the fans, perfection, perfection 6 was a layup. Um, what was it? Layup on both sides. It was a full court dribble layup on both sides. Then it was a back and forth, two guys, free throw line extended, right? And then it was the weave. Then it was a three man weave, four man weave. I missed something. Three on two, two on one. Three on two, two on one. Yeah. That man. was it. was something crazy. But the point
1: it was, really it, it was, was so, it was stressful. That's how it was. It, was. <laughs> it wasn't just like a, <laughs> I'm about to crush this drill. Like, nah. Because uh, if somebody missed
0: a layup or anything, we had to start over. And mm-hmm. Perfection Six, we started off where you had to, we had to like do everything under six minutes. <laughs> yep. That's why it was called Perfection Six or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but that drum was crazy.
1: I can't even remember. I can remember, not gonna say his name. College coach, hired a big time program, media, everybody loves him, right? Mm-hmm. Practice, and it's a simple drill. Mind you, he gets out of the drill. He's like, all right, guys, if you F up my drill, I'm gonna F and da 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 I never heard you talking this news conference, but. So it was just like, yo, you like, all right man, like I, I'm all laughs and giggles right when the media's here, but yo camera's off, hey, it's go time and and, and don't I don't care if you make me be the guy, bad guy or not, I'll be the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, because these coaches
0: you think are all smooth, all cool in the media, every one of them has a bad day or two or three. Mm-hmm. you know the only difference between a Bobby Knight and a coach K, for instance is Bobby Knight don't't don't, didn't care who saw him
1: be, um, know how to hide it. I'm trying to think of, you know, you got, you got the Duke, uh, was it like, I know Carolina's like midnight with Roy. I'm still trying to imagine coach Williams cursing, but you know, we've all heard stories about coach K, how he will like undress a player, like as far as like, no. Um, but he, he, he came <laughs> under Bobby Knight.
0: That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. With Coach Roy Williams, I've, I've been to the practices. I never heard him cuss. I never heard him. He'll say, gosh darn it, guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Things
0: like that. But he never, like, gets loose with it.
1: Man, I'm trying to think, man. Uh, you know, I always had coaches who were – they would yell at you. They would get on you. And they, oh, it was always that mentality of, you know, if I'm getting on you, it's because I care. When I stop talking to you, that's when you need to worry. I've been on both sides of that, like, as far as, like, <laughs> you know, uh, coaches getting on me and you trying to, like, okay, okay, he just wants me to do good versus, and he ain't said nothing, I just kind of did something. All right, I got tightened up. <laughs> but uh, I'm, trying to, uh, I'm trying to figure out, man, like, what's the worst? Uh, I think for me, man, the worst is when you have somebody getting on you, but then they also act like they're disgusted at you. (laughs) If that makes sense. Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I know for, I know in high
0: school, my high school coach got on me pretty good, but he would get on me and then he would put his arm around me and say, Mm. like, you know, it was a good balance, right? Yeah. College. It was all about yell, yell attack. You're attacking my manhood. (laughs) Uh, Yep. Okay, you're never putting your arm around me, you're never saying I do anything good. Oh, and now you're stopping to talk, you're not talking to me anymore. Yep. Yep. So yelling you know, at me and you're not talking to me. <laughs>
1: like,
0: and so I experienced all of that to a point where I'm thinking like, dude, do you wanna you wanna fight?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. man, dog. So uh I feel like that kind of transitions to our, you know, our, our next topic, you know, uh when we talk about uh, coach White, right? And so White at VCU one of our assistant coaches. And so, man, it wasn't like me, him, and I were really close. Like we weren't, like, but he, everyone knew on the team. Like, yo, man, Coach White, for some reason, man, I don't know if he hates you, (laughs) but he is just always on you. And it was to the point of, like, he would be screaming at me, doing this stuff. But on the flip side, so you know how you're getting on somebody. But then, when you see him doing something well, you're like, "All right man, or, or even off the court, you're like, "Okay, hey man, you know, you no, know I got after you a little bit today, but hey, keep in there mm-hmm. it was, if he was saw me away from basketball, he'd be like, "Damn it, you're still here, Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought I got rid of you, <laughs> and so it kind of takes me to uh a reference where I know I know I'm gonna show my age here mm-hmm. uh if our listeners, if any of our listeners know. The Karate Kid series, right, and not the first one, but the third one. So with Larusso, he's like, he's like, he's done with the whole, like, you know, what I'm saying the dojo stuff. Like, yo, I'm good. You know what I'm saying, I got me a little shorty. I'm, I'm chilling. And this guy comes and convinces him to, you know, get back at it, and whatnot. And I'm gonna train you. And so he's training Larusso, but he's got him doing all these crazy type of drills. And Larusso's looking at him like, yo, is this? Is this happening right now? Like, are you serious? And he's doing this stuff. He's doing it. And he's, like, killing himself. And then, like, on one of the final scenes, the dude, the dude, the dojo dude from the first one comes back out. And LaRusso realizes, like, yo, you just been doing this to me to try to wreck me the whole time. You're not even on my side. <laughs> that was Coach White to me. Like, I felt like, yo, you're, you're, you're doing all these drills with me, making me think that I need to go harder. But then I realized, like, yo, you don't even really like me or want me here.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that is – no, I just remember that day he called you a P. Hmm. And he – or, or, or no, he – I don't know if he called you that, but I remember Coach C. I'm not going to say his name, but Coach C was like, yeah. I guess Coach
1: White is right, Drew. You are Yeah, a, uh,
0: yeah. I was like, y'all talking behind our backs, like <laughs>
1: – <laughs> and, 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 and I just want to add some clarity on that story. We're doing a drill – I haven't played all year, (laughs) and and I'm fine. Like, I'm still going hard. And a guy, one of our best players, on a shell drill, coming down the lane. He's 300 pounds. I slide right out the way. Who's about to take that charge? Because, mind you, that guy I know for a fact didn't like me. (laughs) So I know him seeing me about to take a charge, he's going to land on me with all his power. And so I was like, nah, yo, you got it. I mean, you, you can have this point in the shell drill. I'll get you on the next one. <laughs> Coach stops the drill, kicks me out of the drill. It was like, it says, well, your P, he's been saying it all year. I guess he was right. I just looked at him like, both, <laughs> like both of you guys, <laughs> both of you don't want to fight?
0: <laughs> Yo, I think, and all we could do now is laugh at some of that stuff. I know, uh, I know for me, I mean, you know, you know my story. And, and you know, it was just every day it was like, well, let me not say every day. At one point, it was really good. Like, and it was really good the year I sat out. It was really good, I guess, because there was no real expectations. I couldn't play because the NCAA rules I transferred in. I was all love. And I remember, like, the, the the very last game of that year, my sophomore year, he whispered in my ear. He said, uh, let's get ready for next year. I'm going to need you. And I was hyped. I was like, yo. Let's get it. I think I went to the gym that very next morning or something. We had just lost or something. Mm. So having that expectation and then, like, getting ready for the – getting ready for training camp or preseason and you going in, and it's tough. And then I think that was the year I was able to play. We went to London. And I played okay in London, but I hadn't played for a year. Not no real basketball, so I was a little rough. We come back we play Union. And I'm just like, I get in the game, play about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I don't think I played bad, but I didn't really like show out, right? And then from there, I just remember him like, he went from yelling at me, to not talking to me at all. And he was like, dude, what'd I do?
1: You know, what happened? I mean, you know what else though? You know what else is crazy? Tell me on this. We all have been in high school, right? You get chain letters. Mm-hmm. And then you get those handwritten letters, right? With those handwritten letters to make you feel like, yo, he wants me, right? Right. You remember when uh, Coach used to sometimes give us, like, handwritten letters at VCU? Mm-hmm. And it could have just been the time of day, the time of week. But I just remember the one letter I got was during the summer. No one was there. I was there working all summers. He's like, hey, man, Drew, you did a great job this summer, man. Hey, let's go win another ring. And from that, when I read that in the summer, I was like, yo, I'm going so hard. <laughs> it was like, that just, that, that, it's those mind tricks that they kind of like play on you because mind you, after that, never probably spoke five words to me.
0: <laughs> those mind tricks, that's, and that's the part really why we wanted to talk about this because we all know the physical is hard, but it's that mental, those mental games. That can be played, man, and it's almost like they're like dance
1: puppet, dance, man. You think like okay, I, you, you really have to be your your biggest cheerleader Mm -hmm. and advocate too, because now if you if you put me back into that vibe of when I'm a freshman sophomore college, I would like speak up, hey, um, fam, uh. (laughs) do you see me having a future or you're not, we're not good or what's what's, what's up? (laughs) But when you're in that, that that 18, 19 year old, you're kind of scared to really speak up for yourself. You're going around stuff. And I just be thinking like, man, if I could be, I could be myself right now. And that, and that's, Oh man. And it wouldn't even be anything disrespectful. it would just be like, okay, cool. So you said there's five people playing shooting guard five. Okay, because when you recruited me, you said it was only two. <laughs> One was a senior, <laughs> so so you're saying that things have changed, and <laughs> just you were afraid to really hold the coach accountable. Yes, and I think, like, man, like if I that that would probably be the biggest thing because you can hold people accountable and not be disrespectful.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. That's a good point. If I could go back, the same mindset I got now, man. I think I would have been. I think I would have been tougher minded, because um, I I look back, and then some of it was on me, right? Because
2: mm-hmm.
0: I let things get to me that probably shouldn't. And um, but I still look back on it, and it was like it was somewhat unfair, man. I mean, yeah, it was a little. I, just,
1: I definitely look back on things and be like, "Yeah, I could have did this differently. I could have did this," but I will never look back differently on things as far as like could have went harder because like i gave you everything i had what you told me to do in that my in that in that space like i was never the guy that was like god damn it why we gotta do this <laughs> like i was always like okay cool i gotta do that okay cool ben, i'll do it, I'll do, it. I'll do it now i may have not have been able to do it and add a personal savvy onto it right. because i so I'm so locked in on, I got to do what you just told me to do. <laughs>
0: yeah. You
1: yeah, like, that's, like, I'll never question, like, my effort as far as what coaches asked of me.
0: Yeah, and my passion. I never, yeah. never questioned how much I love to play and how much, like, I was willing to sacrifice and give it up for the team. Like, I, I we always laugh about it. I was like, man, we were, like, great teammates, man. Like. Everybody mm-hmm. rocked with Cape and Drew, no pun intended. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everybody rocked with us, man. I wasn't a selfish guy. I mean, I was probably the guy on the team that was like, and I think that's why everybody liked to play with me on a black squad because I knew all the plays. I knew all we the plays be at. Selfless. It worked out.
1: Yeah, and then I think too, man, like, so we weren't – I feel like if you put anyone else in that predicament, Probably would have got kicked off the team because we went on a black squad. Like, yeah, y'all y'all playing these dudes? Really, really? Like, yo, like, oh, I bet. Like, we weren't like making it awkward. We were just kind of like, yo. I mean, I do like I I have played basketball, guys. <laughs> like that that kind of thing. Well, I'll say this:
0: when you were gone, my senior, year, I, w- I remember a couple times in practice, I was rolling. And I was talking cash money, like to the coaches, Ooh. not to the players. I was like, I was rolling one day, and I'd be like, "Y'all see this? Like, yeah, y'all don't think I should be playing though." And I catch the ball, swing through, easy lay. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I still can't play though, huh? <laughs> Man, <laughs> I
1: I can remember. Uh, I think when we played at Townsend, and mm-hmm. we were you know, me and you got a game, we both scored, like double digits. Mm-hmm. I was, like, mad because I was like, yo, I can do this. Just give me a <laughs> – like, but I think back to it, man. I never had that gall to, like, do it in a practice and, like, look at the coaches in the eyes and be like – and throw the ball at them or something be like, yo, tell me why. <laughs> tell me why. <laughs> I was always – I was always – like, we, "We, you and I both grew up – in that you know, say so that mindset like yo, you don't disrespect the coach, right? Like you just don't do that. Like, hey, you 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 go as hard as you can and you let the chips fall where they are, and if it's not working out, like hey, you move on. But you don't just you don't just disrespect the coach.
0: <laughs> I and I never I never blatantly disrespected any of the coaches. Mm-hmm. As much as I wanted to, as much as I really just wanted to just cuss them out, man, that's what they wanted me to do. Especially yeah. when you were gone, when you were gone. And see, everybody that got close to me, everybody that like liked me, pretty much everybody. But I remember when I used to uh, roommate with Eric Maynard. and because me and him got tight, they didn't they split us up. They didn't want us to room together no more because they trying to make it out like I'm the bad guy, right? I'm like, nah, man, everybody, I can't help people rock with me, man. They they see they see what you see, but you taking something away from.
1: And hey, you know what I noticed, man, when we were both in there at the same time. They would try to break us up because it was like they we were the only two guys really that we weren't playing, but like we were still could find happiness. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh my, oh my god, they got, oh god, <laughs> it was like, nah, like I'm we're, we're still going hard. I mean, but you're just not. Literally like breaking us down to where we're like throwing the ball in the stands or we're catching the attitude with you. We're doing everything you say, but at the end of the day, we're still like, I'm leaving here with a smile on my face.
0: (laughs) I'm laughing, I'm joking, and I'm going to tell you something else. You remember that time, I don't know what made us do this, but you remember that time we both shaved up, we shaved up all our facial hair?
1: I don't know why we did that either, man, but I remember that. I remember that.
0: So we I remember were, that. I don't know why we did that. That was the dumbest thing. I know I look like a gump, but anyway.
1: We look dumb as all. And the funny thing was, I remember coaches were like, "Yo, y'all online or something." Yeah, I was about to say, "Been at the time." <laughs> I was like, "No, why do I? I still don't know why we. Why did we do that?" I don't know,
0: man. But I was, that's why I was telling that story because when we walked in, they were like, "What y'all online or something?" And I think they got pissed. It was almost like they were thinking, like, oh, y'all trying to, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna get a team outside of this team. Like, y'all still, y'all Ooh. still hopping. And I was looking at them like, I just remember, do you remember every time we got a haircut? You, this is also kind of funny to kind of to the story why it got kind of petty. Coach C would be like, look at Drew, man. Hey, that's the sharpest edge I've ever seen, man. Like, he was trying to, like, I was looking at him like, yo,
1: what are like, you coming from? Like, yeah, like, kind of like, you kind of like, you're compliment, but you're also trying to, you're trying to, like, carry me a little bit. Yeah, it's condescending. Yeah, and I'm just like, I want to, you, you hit one of his classic lines, like, hey, guys, I can tell you, I can tell this genuine, <laughs> and I can tell it is real.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I still, I still believe that we're going to have that moment, though, when we see them and we be like that Antoine Fisher movie, man, when Buddy rolled back up to the Tate's crib and was like, I'm still here. I'm still strong, I remember everything. I
1: remember Stop. everything.
0: And low key, low key, this is what I believe too. Low key, let's say we never see them again. I know they keeping tabs. I know they keeping tabs with social media and whatnot. And I'm like, yo, cause I know they are, because one of them reached out to me and congratulated me for an award I won two years ago, that, that NCAA joint. And then I think I want to say when I um got my doctorate, I'm like, uh-huh. See?
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Man, i I'm I'm chomping at the bit. If we I, if we could ever see them together, right? And be in this at the same time. Because I guarantee you, like there's no one else from wherever they coached at. Not even us, not even us, but wherever they coached at could be like, dang. I mean, they, and, and mind you, they have guys that's in the league. They have Push, you know, say guys on the Olympic team, but I guarantee you there's not guys like Hollis as far as like can have like a conversation with them that's not talking about some, well, you know, on a slip screen, on the pick and roll, <laughs> like just like a genuine conversation. Right. Man, pimp pimp. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'll bet everything on it. I'll bet everything on it.
0: Yeah, and, and like we talked about on previous episodes, I wouldn't trade anything now. Like, because I, I actually spoke at an event last night and I talked about uh, on, on my campus about just resilience and grit. And I talked about some of the triumph, some of that stuff we went through and how like, you know, we got through though. Like to, I wouldn't trade it because that's like my mentality is like, first of all, I know how not to treat people because of that experience. Mm-hmm. Like I treat everybody with so much grace and kindness a lot of it is because of that experience because i don't want nobody else to feel like that um and so i i'll and i'm also a big believer in karma like you can't get away with some of that and think you are gonna be all right out here
1: man i just think of like me talking to a student that i have and in the same way that someone talked to me you know what I'm saying in that in that same like space and I just be like, yeah, it wouldn't even it. I wouldn't even be able to have a job, <laughs> like. And, and mind you, sometimes the students do be, you know, you're like, hey man, you gotta, hey, you gotta toughen up a little bit. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put you in a place to where you can kind of feel like I don't care about you, <laughs> right? Because you know, in our space, like we didn't even, we didn't ask those students to be here, right? And we still kind of care about them. In our situation, yo, you. You asked me, you called me, <laughs> and now you're acting like you just didn't give me your numbers. <laughs> like, it's kind of like the vibe we're getting.
0: And check this out I'm about to go to the bottom of the ocean on you. So, maybe just had a thought maybe that treatment of us was deeper because they, I know for me, speaking of myself, I can't speak for you, but for me, the decision of the decision not to play me was made, right? So maybe mm-hmm. the treatment of me, the not speaking, or when I do speak, it's disrespectful. It maybe that's for the rest of the teammates, the rest of the team and the coaches to see to try to change their mind. If they did have an inkling of man, Cape should be hooping or you should Cape should get a chance. Maybe I'm gonna, you know, deliberately make him feel like or let everybody know what I think of him to change their mind. You see what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. if I did anything wrong, it was maximized to a thousand percent. But if somebody else did it, next play, next play.
1: It's all right. Next play. Next play. And I'm going to tell you how they would try to downplay that. They might say they're going to be like, they'll say, Hey, Julian, your margin of error (laughs) is not the same (laughs) As this guy's. And you have to try to find a balance of, okay, i work to where we get the same margin of error. (laughs) Not knowing, nah, we just don't really ever want you to have that much. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's just not yet. We're good. We're good. Uh, I
0: I really think, I look back at it now and I'm just like, man, that was really our lives, though. Like, But and it's weird, though. You think, like, I always still wanted to go to practice, though. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. have, Sometimes, you know, it kind of got to me to the point where I was just like, man, I mean, I think I talked about on previous. I'm like, I'm like ready to quit. But then I think about it, I'm like, man, I love pooping, man. I love my teammates, dog. I'm and we, and, you,
1: and you, don't know, you don't know anything else. You don't know anything
0: like, else, yeah. And, and, then I, and then there's that hope, that inkling of hope, where you're like, it'll get better. It'll get, it'll better. get
1: better. And I'll tell you this, man... The best way that it's helped me now is when you have interactions with people, and when you know they're not genuine, and they try to act like it's all everything's good, you be like, "Hey, man, you can't BS a BSer." <laughs> like, I see, I see all the way through that. And guess what? I'm at I'm at a stage where I don't have to deal with that. So, hey, best of luck to you, good sir. <laughs> but I will be I will be going elsewhere. <laughs> No, oh, I.
0: You can you can smell it and see it coming, cause we have mm-hmm. been duped, deceived, whatever you want to call it. And I'm grown now, man. I and I'm gonna tell you too, whatever. It is, I'm gonna tell you how that how else it's kind of groomed me. Like I totally remove people easily now. Like I totally, not even remove them because I can see it so clear now. I don't even invite them in to my space. Like literally. Mm-hmm. I just I'm just like, nah, I'm good, B. You stay over there, B.
1: And the crazy thing was like I'll I'll do that and I just quote like hold like politics as usual. <laughs> and and it'd be on some like, you know what, hey man, um just because I don't wanna, you know, eat with you doesn't mean I don't want you to eat. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But uh yeah, man, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't even I don't even want that kind of I don't want that kind of vibe. We're good. Uh,
0: Nah, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. I want everybody to understand this too. The reason we were able to deal with what we deal with, like you, like you spoke a little bit about the fun we had, dog. All of my teammates, for the most part, we like. I mean, we had a really, really good time, dog. Like, I mean, even on the court, even, even when in practice, and even on road trips. Man, I remember going out to dinner with guys. And we would laugh about the craziest, silliest, joking with uh, stay up talking. So it was fun. And I think that's, that's how I was able to get through. it. I just laughed through the pain. But it, inside sometimes I was on fire, though. Like, I I'm like,
1: yo, somebody say something wrong to me today. <laughs> so, uh, and it's funny now, but away games were easier for me to deal with. No question. Um, home games, man. Uh, I would always, I needed an hour after the game just to like, not necessarily like calm down, but just not like have like a pity party, but just like, yo, all right. (laughs) Because you just, you just don't go from like being the guy to the guy that's like coming in like 10 seconds left and then you just being all right with it. No same stuff
0: that everyone else is doing. <laughs> yeah. and I, I needed that. I'm with you. I needed that hour to calm down because I didn't want my teammates. More importantly, I didn't want my teammates to see me like that because most of the time we, we, we just won a game. Right. Or even if we lost, that's almost even worse because you don't want to be walking around like, see, see, y'all ain't good at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I never, I never thought I was necessarily better than any of my team. I was just looking around like, yo, I work just as hard as anybody. I know all the plays in and out. I'm 6'5 athletic, man. And
1: with a, with a mm-hmm. jumper and I'm left-handed. Put yep. me in, coach. I, I ain't gonna hurt you. Because you could imagine, like there was, there was always moments where guys, you see guys, were like, "Yep, we lost, man." They, they're like happy. <laughs> yep, y'all should have played me. Y'all should have played me. <laughs> yeah. I never.
0: I never <laughs> so seen we
1: that. had to really kind of like teeter on, like, "Yo, we not trying to be those guys, not trying to make this like an awkward moment here, which just work to get better." Yeah,
0: yeah. I know the biggest breaking point for me, though. Just real quick, a real quick story is when my senior year, man, uh, just having a real good day of practice, and you know, Coach C says, "Julian, switch over to white. Switch over to white, because I was on black most of the time. White is the the guys that are definitely going to play, right? Starters and whatnot. Switch over to white." So I switch over to white. He's like, "Man, I've been I've been jerking you around too long, man. That's and I was like, and I mean, he was getting on himself. He was talking about his talking to himself, getting on himself. And I, I eventually, I don't know where this came from. I was like, man, it's all right. He's like, no, it's not all right. You be ready tomorrow, blah, 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 And I shared this story before, I think. But mm-hmm. that was probably the time, This was my senior year, where I was just like, you know what, man? I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I, I'm, I, I ain't really feeling this. That was, that was one of those moments where, like, I literally had a mental breakdown, because the next game I didn't play at all. And then then the next day of practice, he says, I, forget, I forgot. And I'm just looking at him like, yo, that don't make me feel better, man. Like, I really could kill you right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: so that was one of those moments when I was just like, yo, man, you know what? What if I throw these in your face? Yo,
1: <laughs> and it's like, dang, man. Because uh, I feel like we both had those little moments to where you hear people gassing you up. <laughs> <laughs> and you thinking like, okay, okay. And then it doesn't come through. But you and you still gotta act like, well, it was for the, the greater good of the team. Yeah. And you gotta swallow that pride. And I'm trying to think, man, like how did we how did we cope with that? I think uh man, like I said, I remember taking that hour after a game. Mm-hmm. Maybe going to Vito's, <laughs> getting a sub. Getting a, get a sub, slice of pizza. And, and I'm trying to think, like, you would have, like, yo, don't nobody – if your family was there, like, yo, don't talk about the game. Like, just Don't tell me anything about it. Don't ask me about it. Uh, it's like, ah, we it didn't happen. We got tomorrow off, and then uh, next day after that, we just go practice. So go to practice. <laughs> you didn't want to talk about it. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna tell you another way to be with We been all all the way 100. I would I would keep a female companion around.
1: That. Oh, definitely, definitely. And, I, and you know what? You know what? You know the fastest way for you to not be friends with that female companion anymore is for her to be like, "Y'all had a good game tonight. <laughs> 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 Your services are no longer needed."
0: Oh, <laughs> no, no I, I situation where the joint, bring up a game bring up a game I try to change it subject so quick man I'll just be looking at it like yo come
1: on man you don't don't tell good me good game then good game tonight and you used to be looking like yo, are you if you're being funny um thing I'm kind of sensitive about that <laughs> and I feel like you should know that before you get choked up <laughs>
0: here's a question did you do you think that if we didn't play sports like do you ever wish you didn't play college sports did you ever wish you didn't hoop in college
1: nah it was uh never never even crossed my mind as far as like not being an athlete in college because i never envisioned myself in college without being an athlete so it wasn't like I saw dudes that was in, like, an aerodynamics program. Was like, yo, he's sweet. <laughs> I'm trying to be like him. I was always looking at, like, a Ashwa Benjamin at NC State or uh, Vince Carter, Jerry Stagoff, Shaman Williams. Like, yo, I want to be those guys. So it was never a, ah, I just want to be a college student. It was always, you, I mean, you got to be an athlete, right? You got to. <laughs> Yeah, but you got to be top 50, right? (laughs) That's all I knew.
0: (laughs) i I tell you what, man. Some parts of me, I do wish. I I do. I'm not going to go back and forth. Because I'm like, because we work on college campuses, and you see all the resources and the advantages that you could take advantage of, or the the opportunities you could take advantage of being a student. And I'm thinking like, yo, if I wasn't like distracted by hoops all the time, the ball is life, I might have like I I'd probably be so ahead of the curve, or or would I have like because there was no real system and real no real structure. Structure. To go to class whatever well, yeah, would I have
1: graduated? <laughs> hmm. Now I think like mind you like I didn't know anything about student affairs. Right. I was like an athlete like I ain't know nothing about. Oh, uh, you know, you trying to be this or you Mister this or that. All these different reasons. All I knew was, you know, you hoop. School's paid for. Um, in the summer times, you hoop some more. <laughs> like, so I th- I think back, like, okay, if I maybe would have known about all that stuff, and you know, would I would I have been, uh, would I have applied myself? Right. Got myself to hooping. I don't really know. I don't know.
0: I, I think you would, because I, I know I would, because here's the thing. You think about, okay, say you hooped in high school. You still hooped in high school all the way coming up, but then you just made the decision, like, because you had an example in your life to kind of show you that other side of actually being a real collegiate student,
1: okay? Mm-hmm. Be cool, because you can pledge,
0: you can run an SGA, you can be involved, you can study abroad, do all these things. That stuff now, when I'm working on my my campus, and I see students that got that, got the juice, and they're doing those things, I, I immediately identify as that cool guy. I'm like, I could have did that.
1: Yeah, right. I give you that. But who was that person for you or for us when we were in school? Like, who do we look at outside of athletics that was like, yo, yo, my man is the man over here. Like, we just kind of like, nah, Pointex ain't cutting it. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> That's
0: what I'm saying. We have no examples like that, or or did we? But because ball was life.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Ball was life. I would say my brother could have been my example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, he was that way, but I but he didn't hoop. So I was like, man, I'm I've been doing this since I was five, dog. Like I gotta get this. But he was the mm-hmm. cool. cool dressing dude had joints had people like them, liking them, I, but i didn't pay attention
1: we we was always like bruh but bruh but bruh you can't dunk
0: no bruh <laughs> <laughs> <You can't> dunk.
1: <laughs> that's kind of like i'm about to listen to this guy okay
0: <laughs> uh, I, I swear man so i i just want to kind of wrap this thing up by telling everybody you know, I know what we see when we watch college sports and the midnight madness, and the, you know they got all the the sweet gear, and we see them on the commercials, NCAA March Madness, and these dudes and females and the women, they are going through it. They're not only men- not only physically, but mentally and emotionally, it is a roller coaster dog. And I don't care if you're the 12th guy or the main guy, it's just different levels of where you at. It's a
1: it's a it's a grueling grinding process. And you think about we talk about you just mentioned WNBA. Think about what the Los Angeles Sparks going through right now, as far as uh, you know, they getting a little investigated because the GM made, you know, same some racial slurs. You got Candace Parker getting to it with Derek Fisher, that uh, just that whole just that whole landscape of things. And you like when you're an athlete, you thinking like, shoot, they was trying to say whatever they could say to damn get you inspired to win but on the grand scheme of things hey fam you can't talk to people like that no more (laughs) Uh,
0: you can't talk to people like that no more because i just i just think there's so much power that athletes have always had but now we now they know they got it and it's a different ball game even with like all the way down to middle school high school college for sure with all these laws and bills getting passed now and I mean, I just, the the school of hard knocks still exists, but I think guys are internalizing the experience a little bit different than we were. Um, Mm -hmm. Because they know if they're good enough, they're gonna win regardless. Like they're good regardless. They're gonna make money regardless. Um, For us, it it was just a different time. Like ball was everything. We were not in tune with ourselves. We didn't know our identities outside of sports. So it was kind of like, I'm going to put all my eggs in this basket. And I'm also going to put blood, sweat, and tears into this. Even though it's not returning anything to me, I'm
1: still going to go all out because it's the dream. Yep, it's the dream. It's the dream. I'm trying to think now too, man. Like you said, like athletes, they have that power. And they're really starting to capitalize on it. Like, you got guys that's like, think about this in the NFL as far as those trade requests. Like, you never really saw major trades like that happen during a season like that. Like, it was always like, you going to play out this contract. But now, I mean, guys are saying like, yo, trade me, man. Trade, trade me, fam. <laughs> Wait, y'all ain't trying to win. Get me out of here. And... and in the college level, you got people more so like, hey, they're doing X, Y, and Z that's not in these bylaws. Somebody, I don't care, they could be a Hall of Fame coach, but he'll investigate that. Look at them. Get them. Yep. Think about The Carolina coach got fired. Hall of Fame, all time leading ACC wins. Got her robot out there. Who? Oh. Uh, the coach of Carolina. Women's basketball coach of Carolina. And because it was like, she, think about this. I will not to say, like, racial slurs, but how many things did we hear, just because the coaches that we played for were black, but think about how many things we heard that were just like, hey, I can't go into a public setting and say that to anyone else. <laughs> like, I can't say that.
0: Or, or better yet, you if you imagine your boss now saying those things to you, hr
1: i'm going i'm going i'm going right to hr <laughs> ma'am uh a ma'am
0: <laughs> uh, and i don't know if i've ever said this on the show but they did a study uh, years ago i saw on real sports where college sports was the most stressful they, they they uh they they rated it the most stressful job out of all the jobs like like i think the second being was military and the other was like uh, being a doctor or something. But college, being a college student athlete, was voted like the most stressful job to have. And they and they put they said it was a job, which it is.
1: Man, I believe it just because just on the fact of like how stressed we used to be as far as like hey, not playing. No, I don't see it in the in the future that I'm going to play. How am I going to be successful in the future? This is all I know. Oh my God. <laughs> like everyone's in my family's thinking I'm going to play. I'm not playing. Uh, like you just start, you start a panic. <laughs> That's how people have anxiety attacks. <laughs>
0: oh, you know, I've been here, man. I mean, I got freaking alopecia stressing out about this thing, man. Just, I mean, it was, it was crazy. So just, I mean, all our listeners out there, man, just You know, keep in mind that yes, it's physical. You got to be physically built for it, but mentally, I I would say, mentally, emotionally, man, just take care of yourself and just know the difference between a coach that or a system that cares about you developing and your well-being. And some coaches yell, that's cool, but understand they should. It should be a balance. And all you coaches out there, if you listen to the show, listen to the podcast. Like you got to balance that thing out man like you got like, you yelling, you got to wrap your, you got to wrap your arms around these guys every now and again tell them you love them tell them you care about mm-hmm. them like you can't be on go all the time like
1: you got to spread it well, out you you, you got to let them know that you care yes to i think that's with any type of even coaching profession whatever you're a manager a director you got to let the people know that's like under you that hey I understand what you're going through. I care. I'm here to offer some type of assistance if I can. Yes. It goes a long way. Long <laughs> First, way. Like, versus the, the mindset of like, hey, man, everyone has problems. <laughs> like,
0: get the job done.
1: Yeah. Sounds like a PP to me, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: The best version of that I've heard, was the, the, and I didn't play for him, but they said Shocker Smart was that type of guy where he would get on you, he would literally literally show his affection for you as a human being first. And to where when he yelled at you, you understood that, man, this dude got me. So he can he can get on me because I know he cares. I heard he was the best at that. Mm. And that's why everybody loved him. That's why the fans loved him. That's why the players would run through a wall for him. And so, um, you know, we got to, you know, we got to balance that thing out is all we saying.
1: And balance it out and, and enjoy the moments, the little small victories such as Midnight Madness. But just know that it's it gets really real from this point on. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's midnight madness, then it turns into madness for real.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: so uh we want to get out of here, man. Um uh just remember the highest human act is to inspire. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Cape and Drew. Uh uh, podcast and hit us up on our gmail if you are have any questions or interested or, or something you want us to talk about at Cape and Drew podcast at gmail.com. I'm Cape. I'm Drew. And we out.